self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am struggling to not give any spoilers about um, Avengers Infinity. That movie was fantastic. But we can't talk about it. You ain't even like it like that, did you? I did, but I want to be able to talk about what happened <laughs> and, and, and my feelings, but I can't. Also known as Calamity Red, though. Yeah, no spoilers. We ain't doing no spoilers. We're not. We're we going to... Well, you probably not, but I'm gonna go on a nerd plate sometime this week. Uh, nerd plate well, podcast. I can't go. You should come. I want to go. They've been telling me I should come. If I don't come this time, I'm gonna have to hear about it. So Leroy, wait, I need to know. <laughs> Rockman three K three. Y'all hear her? I'm coming. So I am. What day? Well, as long as the government name. Long Cole as the name Jackson. Tomorrow. Can't be tomorrow. Shogun. Y'all hear? I'm going. We, she ain't getting out of it. All right. <laughs> I'm let, going. Let's, let's make this happen. All I'm right? go- it's totally gonna happen. Long okay. as it ain't tomorrow. So, one, y'all check out them podcasts. Two, we gonna do a ultimate um, Avengers. Oh, that's the episode review. I need to be on because yeah. that's the only episode I probably will be able to contribute shit to. <laughs> We're gonna do an ultimate Avengers. Uh, I need to be on that review episode. about you know the, the show. So that's the that's a nerd podcast. So that's what they talk about. So yeah. like. You go there for spo- spoilers, so yes. it ain't gonna be a spoiler. You just don't go to it don't if you ain't seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, but I'm ready for that dialogue, oh, that yeah. conversation. I need to be, yeah, because the game shit. I <laughs> don't really have much to contribute to that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, they talk I about movies and sports and all kinds I don't of watch shit. Sport. Movies, yes. Sports, yeah. They, they talk <laughs> anime. They talk about some shit. I don't watch anime. But um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M I S T E R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. We are also still doing the listener letter portion of the so- show. Yeah. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationcarnartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and you can hit us up on that front. So we have a good bit of, of listener interaction yes. for this past week. So a bulk of this episode is going yes. to be... <laughs> from listener letters and uh and there's some topics that we have that we're gonna f- talk about but most of it's gonna be from from some interaction we had so last week we inquired about whether we should keep doing the poetry and whatnot or, or we should leave it at the front and put it at the end mm-hmm. and carrie responded for us to keep doing the poetry I thought it was going to be a train wreck. She thought we were going to be shit at it. Is yeah, what she said. yeah. I mean, and you know, I don't take that as we being great, but at least it ain't fucking your ears up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but both of you are pretty good. I enjoy them. Thank you for that, Carrie. Keep it at the top, though. I don't always get past thirty minutes, depending on what you're discussing. Just saying. What you don't like? What we discuss? I'm like, just. I'm interested. I want to know like what to it know. is. Not even like to be shady. I would really like to know and what she would like to hear. Like so, if what could we talk about that will keep your attention for the entirety of the show? If it's in the inappropriateness, I'll put that on me. You know what I'm saying? If it's the booty finger. Oh yeah. Or that's if you. it. What? That's, that's or if it's you. uncomfortable sexual <laughs> dialogue, if that's the case, that's on me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If it's cursing, I mean, the cursing, the cursing gonna happen. It's Some gonna days happen. I be trying not to curse. Just I never, I never try not to. For the hell of it, it never happens. <laughs> I never sit down at this mic and say I'm not gonna curse today. Never happens. That is probably never gonna happen. 
unless we recorded it in front of my kid that I don't have yet. That would be the only. What else could it be? If if it's racism, if it's like if we talking, if we getting too heavy on the racial front, I don't know. But yeah, just hit us up. I would just be curious to know what. Let it us is. know. I mean, it'd yeah. be interesting to know where mm-hmm. where we might hit some people in the wrong spot. So where. Or where you might cringe a little bit, or yeah. where you might be like, "This is just vastly inappropriate for my transit to work." I don't <laughs> want to hear this. Oh my god, this is not good. Is my Carrie, ears are on fire. Is Carrie white? I don't. It don't look like it from the profile. I don't know which one they are on the profile, but it's a bunch of black people. So. Oh okay. Because you that boy look. Just they is got white. A, they got the picture of Thanos photos photoshopped on Killmonger. <laughs> that. In my head, can't be a white person, it but really it can. Funny. But I think it's like a, a low probability. So okay. I think they black. I don't know. You were just doing the white voice. So I didn't know. <laughs> well, you know, I, that's just my. You know, I'm irritated what I'm hearing voice. Which is and the I white feel voice. like that's what white people do most of the time. <laughs> black folks roll with the punches. Yes, because we ain't got no choice. You know, but most of the time. But clearly, there's a line. Yeah. Also, more feedback from. Uh, Melanie, we talked about Melanie last week as far as her city having a, a storm. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I just sent her a thank you for the support and, and, and reaching out. And she said, thank you so much. I've opened up a can of worms, though. We watched the milk review, and now I've been assigned to get some promised land milk for my <laughs> department, which is going to be the best decision that you make. In you the week in this fucking milk. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how many weeks did you make just amazing, fantastic, long-lasting decisions, but the week you go get that promised land milk, you gonna know that it was a good one. Uh, and I asked her if it was a public nearby. She said they they sit again one in September, but the next city over has one. Um, Girl, don't be driving to cities over for milk. The only reason <laughs> I would agree with Red is because if you do it once. You're going to be doing it till September. <laughs> but when September get here, though, you're going to be on that earth, wind, and fire. Do you remember? <laughs> Got me some milk in September. <laughs> Promised land. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they made that a commercial. You should. They should make it a commercial. But um, The black version of September, though, not, not Taylor Swift. But please be sure, Melanie, to let us know how that Promised Land milk turned out. Oh, my God. It's delicious. <sighs> I don't expect you to understand. I'm lactose intolerant. Well, I don't. I can't drink it. <laughs> well, some some stomach gas outbursts is worth it. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's painful. No, I bet that that Talenti was worth it, wasn't it? It was. It was. But you don't like chocolate anyway, so no. whatever. You a different <laughs> problem. You know what? The guy that I went out with doesn't like chocolate. Well, y'all be a non-chocolate having ass family with dogs that you can be certain ain't finna get in no shit because ain't no yep, chocolate in the house. Exactly. Oh, your kids gonna love chocolate. Oh, they, they gonna love it. They can love it. Just I ain't gonna eat it. I ain't gonna tell them they can't have it. I just mm-hmm. don't eat it. My mom and daddy don't like chocolate. There's something wrong with them. <laughs> this is delicious. <laughs> My taste buds ain't failing me. <laughs> I just don't like it. Not my, not my thing. Okay, so now before we get to the uh, the letters, we we got you, Colin and, and Cliff and Peanut. Uh, we gonna do our poetry okay. situation because Carrie resolved the problem <laughs> that nobody else would tackle. We gonna keep doing our poetry and we gonna do it at the top of the show. Is it my turn to go first? It's your turn to go first. Shit. 
Uh, so I, I wrote a lot of gangster shit. Uh, a lot of stuff. gangster shit. Well, it was shit when I was angry. So oh, okay. There's okay. still like romance. It's still about relationship. It's just fuck you, nigga. Shit. Damn. Uh, but in a very poetic way. Okay, let's so do it. This one is called Book of Life. Um. Okay. You're just a page. You're not even a full chapter, and after a few flips, your story won't matter. Well, it will matter, but it'll be history, a blurb in the saga of this great mystery that is my life. See, I'm an open book. My emotions show on my face, and what won't fit there, I simply put on the page. It's my saving grace. Each line, a benediction. Stands as a truth. I'm no writer of fiction. This is my life, and these are my words, and those were your lies, and here's your return. Uh, I for a lie, I see right through you, and those things that you did well, he can do them too, and he does them so well. He's my new page that I hope becomes a chapter and eventually an ending that is happily ever after. And even if he's not, my story still goes on. Faces and events recorded through poem and I'll write them until the end. Both the good and the bad. Happiness, disappointment, some angry and sad. But this is the last that will ever feature you. Your page has been turned. You're no longer abused to me. I only get one book, only have one life to live. So I can't waste this time on a heart you won't give because it already had an owner. But you got your honorable mention immortalized in my rhyme. And yeah, I may flip back to your page time to time as a reminder not to repeat history. Well, damn. You ain't even a chapter. You a page. <laughs> you the page that say intentionally left blank. Exactly. <laughs> Which is ironic because it's not blank. Because intentionally. Like, I just <laughs> never know why they need to let you know that they left it blank on purpose. Just in case you was wondering, why the fuck is this yeah, page like, how many blank? people open up the book and be like, hey, I wasted my money. It's a blank page in here. <laughs> like. <laughs> Somebody somewhere had to complain. I feel like every time I see something that's kind of stupid, I'm like, some dumbass person. So, like, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Somebody walked in there in a pair of pants with nothing else and expected to sit down and eat amongst this other civilized folks. Like, every time I see, or like, the coffee is hot signs that have to be. You know coffee's hot, bitch, when you get it. Like, some stupid person somewhere fucked up and they felt like, okay, we got to, like, just put this out there. So you we right. Everything that you up. see as a warning, somebody's done. Somebody's done. As stupid as the warning may be, somebody out there didn't get the memo and they, now the company got to use these warnings. <laughs> so, yes. But, yeah, just a page, not a, not a chapter. Okay. Y'all got to stop being upset about these pages. Flip that shit. And move on. Yeah, like <laughs> some people I don't think just nothing of a blank page. <laughs> they was like, this page left intentionally blank. Well, one, it ain't blank no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now somebody's stupid. We know somebody stupid in history that talked about, you know, why they pay blank? Yes. Why y'all do that? Indeed. Uh so my poem is called Concrete Dreams. I've really I'm not a materialistic person. Never have been. Probably come from a childhood of not having shit. You know, yeah. but materials is cool, but if, if they all be gone tomorrow, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and so this just this just represents a lot of the people that I was working with at Red Lobster at the time, mm-hmm. back when I was at AUM. Yeah. That um that glorified a lot of that. Okay. But concrete dreams. Chains hanging down, they call it bling. Diamond studded ear stoppers, pinky rings, trading in a future for their concrete dreams. Air Force Ones, a pair of top notch jeans, a shirt that's the epitome of fashion and shades that gleam, trading in goals for their concrete dreams. Tinted windows, TV screens, leather seats stitched with branded seams, 
24-inch chrome rims with famous pop culture as the color schemes. They traded in livelihood for concrete dreams. Genuine smiles covered up with precious metals, or so it seems. Hard eyes, mean mugs with murder kill as the daily theme, swapping out authenticity for concrete dreams. Blurry eyes, empty bottles, barely maintaining a lean, blowing out soul after puffs of the blunt, acting serene, trading in health for concrete dreams, selling genocide to our people, creating fiend after fiend, chasing the loot, bread, guap, dough, anything after the green, trading in responsibility for concrete dreams. Words used to describe our women is no less than obscene, no matter how you justify what whole trick or even bitch means, using them to gratify sexual needs as the daily routines, trading in the value of our queens for concrete dreams, sending deadly messages to the youth and those in the womb unseen steady wipe steadily wiping away purity leaving minds unclean trading in generations for concrete dreams no hard work looking for beanstalks and magic beans misinterpreting the chase for wealth to obtaining it by any means they traded in their innocence for concrete dreams teardrops closed caskets mothers and fathers screams they traded in their life for concrete dreams that's it i, I feel like i should snap <laughs> <laughs> snaps feel like i should snap <laughs> Uh, yeah, the mics won't pick up snaps like that. That's why I didn't snap. <laughs> <laughs> See, they say snap, 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 snap. But yeah, man, I I like writing, man. It's, it's yeah. I mean, uh, most I encourage of, all the kids on my caseload, yeah, like write. Yes. I mean, you can write their diary, yep. their journal. You can write about your day. You can write raps. You can write songs. You yep. can write poetry. You can write short stories, like. Whatever the whirlwind of what's going on in your head at the time, once you put it on paper, you've kind of removed a large portion of it from from your your own psyche mm-hmm. and how you, you know, deal with life and manage life. And so that that it just really clears out a lot of my mind. And it's an evidence of growth. It's an evidence if you write for a long period of time and you go back and I've done this and go back and read some of the shit you wrote earlier, you realize like, damn, like. I can't even believe I was thinking like that or I've grown so much. You can see your growth through your writing because your ideas change Uh, the way that you write change. Like, you know, book of life, those kind of things. I wouldn't even write about that now because I don't, I'm so much more careful about relationships that it doesn't get to a point (laughs) where Mm -hmm. it's a a book of life type of, of situation. So when I go back and I read these things, I'm like, shit, I was making some shit ass decisions at that time. So, like, it's a way for growth as well. Uh, I encourage adults. You, people always think about writing like little teenage girls, but anybody writing is very therapeutic. It gets out what you're feeling at the time. And like I said, you can see your growth. Sometimes I feel like we have moved forward and become different people. You got a uh, concrete evidence of, of this, this change that you made in the way that you think. Um, so writing is amazing. I encourage everybody to do it. Adults, kids, it don't matter. You don't, you're never too old to write. And as far as like concrete dreams goes, like it it was made under the context that about things you can put your hands on mm-hmm. and glorifying those things. And and what I tell a lot of my clients is that, you know, when you're young, yeah, those things you can touch are really, really valuable to you. But at some point in your life, the things that you can't touch are yep. going to be more important than the things that you can in terms of love, belonging, mm-hmm. connections with people, social interaction. Yep. The things that if you spend your whole early life trying to acquire, you're not going to uh, the material things. You're not going to gain the skills to learn how to get those things you can't touch. So yeah. don't sleep on love. Don't sleep on belonging. Don't sleep on all those things that it takes social interaction to to acquire mm-hmm. because Cause that's what I think has happened with my pops. Yeah. He's reached out to me at this point in life because I, I think he, 
he's he's chased the material things and he's still kind of after the material things, but he realized that there's some things in life that he that hasn't been met for him yet. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you can't buy. Yep. They those are things that you can't, you know, barter for. Mm-hmm. Those are things that you have to acquire naturally through, you know, interaction with people. Yep. And and I applaud him for that, you know, and I applaud anybody for for taking those measures to try to get those things or whatever point yep. you at with it. But anyway, that's that's our poetry that's situation our for poetry. the week. Uh so Colin sent us a video. He did. If you want to see it, it's called Target Workout. <laughs> it's this woman, Sia Cooper, who is essentially just in Target with her buggy and her baby strapped to her chest working out. Doing squats and kicks and it's so unnecessary. First of all, I want to know how many fucking times a week you having to go to the store where this is a regular occurrence for well, you. Let me say what what's, <laughs> what Colin said. Check out this video. This woman is getting dragged online for it. In my mind, rightfully so. <laughs> and other people are coming to her defense. What do you think? I mean, and after watching the video, my initial response was, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I okay, I think it's stupid, but girl, whatever. Uh, I could see how it would be annoying to like people in the store like uh, and on the clips of the video there's not really people around her but she she didn't just do it in Target she went to Walmart she went to Whole Foods if you've ever been in a Whole Foods if you've ever been in a Walmart it ain't a whole lot of room for you to be doing the bullshit that she's doing and it's already like crowded enough if I walked up behind somebody doing that bullshit and I'm just trying to get get my groceries and get out I might we might have some words like bitch move what you doing <laughs> like mm, the um the, it's just like girl like you ain't at home you exercise at home like i get you trying to multitask but again how often are you shopping because exercise is supposed to be routine so are you going to the store that much that you can do this like it's stupid i don't understand it so you know my initial response was uh, girl whatever and then after i thought about it i could see why it would be annoying but at the end of the day i still just don't care enough like unless she was in my way unless she was in the aisle doing squats and shit and i couldn't get around her that's when i would care <laughs> but outside of that i don't give a fuck it's, it's stupid but people do stupid shit every day i just think let people be stupid unless it impacts you <laughs> it just looks so white <laughs> I don't know if she white or not. She, she looks like she's a she spicy like she white. Like, she's like yeah. a spicy white. Like it's I mean, white the kids with that's with her is white. Yeah, I don't know if they her kids, but she look like some Samoan or something. She's Hawaiian. spicy. She's a spicy white. What whatever that she mean? Is. It's a little something sprinkled in spicy there. Spicy mayo. Yeah. Is that a regular mayo? Yeah, a little something sprinkled in there. I don't, I don't know, know what she is. And her she's name, her name is Sia. That's not. I don't know. Who knows? Ain't no telling. But yeah, it's stupid. Okay, let me read some of these YouTube comments. These from five months ago. She did this for one reason. Attention. <laughs> wow, I'm going to start doing that and get attention too. <laughs> Unless you're a target mega freak, you really wouldn't get it. Don't even try. I really wish they'd make a modern day version of Breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Wait, read it. I know what Breakfast at Tiffany's is. I really wish they'd make a modern day version of Breakfast at Tiffany's aptly named Breakfast at Target. Nothing very bad can happen to you there. Sia's actions are completely understandable. See, here's my problem with people that say shit like that. If Sia was Boonquisha doing that shit, she'd have got asked to leave. 
Asked to leave. Or police would have came Hell and got Hell yeah, it. police would have came and got that ass. That's what police doing these days. They coming to get black people from regular places from doing normal shit that other folks doing. So I feel like if this was a black woman doing this, them comments would be a little bit different is all I'm saying. Like, I don't think my black ass can go in Target right now and start squatting and shit in the aisles. Like, by the time I got up front, the police would be there, ma'am. We got a call that you were being disruptive. <laughs> Define disruptive officer. <laughs> I, oh, who finna do that? Mm-hmm. I, I want to go home to my dog. You right. I'm playing possum. <laughs> I'm gonna fall on the ground, act like I'm having a seizure. If you ever seen Community, uh, Pierce Chevy Chase character, mm-hmm. every time something get crazy, he fake a heart attack. <laughs> I'm faking a heart attack. I'm already fat. They gonna be like, you know what? He's having a, a, a cardiac issue. <laughs> Let's get the ambulance. Cause if they still pull out the tasers and the guns on me. We gonna have a problem. <laughs> now, I ain't really having a heart attack, but if I, if I get tased, that's a lawsuit. I take that money. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like if that was a black woman doing that shit, them comments wouldn't be like, "Oh, that's okay. She's just being, you know, unique." Like it wouldn't be that. It'd be like, "Why is she doing that? She should be at home. If she, if her kids had a father, like it would just be bullshit." <laughs> if she was black, doing going up and down the aisle, doing squats and shit. I don't like the attention defense for things, man. No. I never like the attention defense. Because the, most of the time you hear it be like about suicide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They just doing this for attention. And sometimes like behaviors. Mm-hmm. I guess some kids can be doing it for attention. But it's not that simple. No. It's never that simple. Nope. It's never like, ain't nobody sitting at their kitchen table like, what's going to get me attention today? You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't <laughs> nobody doing that shit. Like, how can I get attention? It's a million ways to get attention. I mean, maybe this woman just want to, you know, maybe she was just in Walmart reaching down to the bottom shelf and she was like, oh, that stretch did me some good. And then she just started stretching and then she was like, you know what? I shop enough to do this. You know what I'm saying? And other moms will benefit from because they, you know, something about becoming a mother, you join a secret club and like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they share all of this shit all the time. It's whole mommy and me. It's sites for the shit. So you join a club apparently once you give birth, it seems. And so, you know, she's just sharing with other moms because other moms be in the store with the... But see, again, her kids was... I just feel like my kids would be talking shit about me. Like, they they would be like, like mom. But that's black <laughs> kids, though. <laughs> see... This is the thing. If you don't like, it, daddy, mama was listen, in the store twerking. Listen, and then if, I have to deal with that shit. If you don't raise your, if you don't raise your black kids around black kids in a black community, you you understand. Black kids are rough. Yes. So, peanut, <laughs> shout out to you. We had a conversation, and we'll come back to that that conversation later. But we had a conversation. Well, I and mean, he, we were done with it, weren't we? Did you have? No, no, no. I, had, I mean, I'm I'm trying to connect it to oh, this. Okay. We had some, um, we had a conversation about, you know, some stuff I said about Charles again being all white on the inside, black on the outside. But mm-hmm. the conversation went to how tough kids can be. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, it was a dude in our school that had an asthma attack in front of everybody. And we all started calling him Can't Breathe. He said, That's rude <laughs> as a motherfucker. Wow. Oh, you don't mind me telling that story, but. Nigga. <laughs> but that what I'm awful. saying is like, but it's the same thing as on life can't get right. <laughs> oh, like yeah. th- this is a black community thing. I ain't saying white communities don't do it, but like black kids will roast whatever is it don't roastable. It not matter what the fuck it is. It, yeah. ain't, it ain't no, 
there's no boundaries. Nope. So if a black kid mama is in there doing all this crazy shit, <laughs> they getting roasted. Like they gonna be on Snapchat. They gonna be like, look at my mama, y'all. Yep. Damn twerking in Walmart <laughs> with some damn dish detergent in her hand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this disrespectful. Well, you know, I don't think kids would do that because they don't want a lot of kids want their experience they wouldn't normalized. Do it, but they probably roast their mama to their siblings and yes. to their mama and stuff like and that. And to their daddy. Like, you know, let me tell you what your wife was doing. <laughs> <laughs> your wife was in Target twerking down the aisle. So yeah, she she got kids that like that like a joyful and happy yep. and, and you're like, yeah, mama's just having fun. Like yeah, no. that wouldn't happen. Nope. And it wouldn't even be in Walmart. It'll be like in uh, Igor's shopping mart. Like the fuck is Igor's? Just a random store that they would have in the hood. I can't remember Inslee's name. Oh wow, Inslee Food Mart. It no, oh. his name something. I can't remember what his name. They got Win Dixie over there, but like, ain't nobody doing that in the hood. Yeah. No. Matter of fact, matter of fact, when we was at the movie to see Avengers. Mm-hmm. No, I went the second time. So, okay, every time we go to Avengers, we go on a Thursday mm-hmm. at night, 11 o'clock. Yes. Ain't no grown people there. Ain't yes. no kids. Yes. I went to see it the next day at 7. That's a different experience. <laughs> First off, it was a whole bunch of kids in there that was clearly came in together, probably yeah. about 20, mm-hmm. but they sat in different place spaces. Mm-hmm. They all stood up and spread their arms out like an eagle or something, like they were flying. I don't know, or maybe to identify the each other or something. Was that? And it was some, <laughs> it was some black dudes in front of me. They was worried because <laughs> they was all white. They were looking back at me, was like, "What the fuck do you white boys doing?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I don't know. They, Are just, they signaling. I was like, this sixteen, and, this sixteen and under shit. They was looking around like worried. They look like they came from Ansley to come see this movie. Because they look like they were signaling some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, they sick. They we was, need and, to get out. Like, it ain't, like, to me, it was harmless. I work with them kids. They just they just being kids. And but just some Ansley niggas. Exactly. They were like, man, last time I heard about a movie theater with white people, they was getting shot. Joker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. And they, was look, they looked around like with legitimate concern. Yeah. And he I was like, imagine. hey, sit y'all ass down. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, that I don't know. That's just some insight into like the black white experience that's dynamic. It. But in you know, I understand people roasting this lady, man. Go work out somewhere sit your ass regular. Down. Go yeah. to Walmart shop, get your detergent. Neither one of her buggies had nothing. Like, and no none of these she didn't have anything. You can't so, even get your shit. I wanna you- know, is she just going to the store to work out? Or is she actually shopping and she just getting some workout done? I mean, I, like I said, you, I, who go to the store? I mean, even people with kids. People with kids. Let me know in the comments below because we ain't got no kids, so I don't know nothing about that life. But I would think with kids, you don't want to even have to take them little motherfuckers to the store multiple times during the week. So I feel like she's just going in there to get like some cinnamon for a recipe and just deciding to do exercise and shit. Like I feel like she's going in there for small shit and instead of her just getting that shit and leaving... She, she be in a housewife. Yeah, she got to be because again, <laughs> she could, she should go somewhere with like working treadmills, like Academy or yeah. Dicks. The only reason why she went to Walmart is because people was talking shit about her, saying that she needed to go to Walmart because she'll fit in with the other crazy people at Walmart. <laughs> like, why you don't go to Dicks and like get some golf clubs and swing a little bit? You know what I'm saying? Or get you some weights and just lift them thing. You in Walmart? Ma'am, get out of the way of the salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Be at least because I'm looking at Ash. She over here with the towels, ma'am. They got a whole section with weights. Yep. <laughs> they got a whole section with balls and stuff you could just like pick up and move with that makes sense. That's true. At least people would think, oh, she bouncing the basketballs. Yeah, she trying to see which one she want to buy. You know, oh, she testing out them weights. Yeah. She in front of the towels, ma'am. <laughs> I need to drop my dishes. <laughs> Get out the way. <laughs> I don't agree. People just be coming up with stupid stuff. If just, you saw, just go if you, in and go out. The fuck? I already hate shopping anyway. And then you and in my if, way. And what if this become a mass epidemic? I'm what if we just walking around fuck. Walmart and everybody just squatting and bending over I'm and gonna shaking? Be, I'm going to be the rude one that's like, bitch, move. This is not... <laughs> this ain't Planet Fitness. I need to get my sugar. That's all I came in for is sugar. And y'all bitches is in the way. I, this was supposed to take five minutes at the most, and y'all squatting and shit in front of the sugar move, bitch. Listen, this is what y'all do. If y'all see somebody working out in Walmart like that or Target or anywhere, just go get like ten boxes of cereal and drop them in their buggy and just keep going. <laughs> just get, just get like, just get like twenty bags of Hershey's Kisses and just drop them in the basket and just go. They gonna have to put them back one by one they'll use some exercise bitch work them yeah <laughs> work them um pecs i don't know muscle <laughs> parts so <laughs> a ridiculous okay uh so i talked about peanut this is a gentleman from a podcast that i used to uh you know guest on every ever so often and uh he getting another one started up when he let me know i'm gonna let y'all know but me and him had a conversation about the talk we had about Childish Gambino about being white on the inside and, and black on the outside. And mm-hmm. he was like, that was like some divine intervention type shit because I was just talking with somebody about that the day before. And then you bring that up on the podcast the next day. But mm-hmm. he basically basically was just trying to understand the context by how that existence works, mm-hmm. you know. And so if you've grown up in an environment that was mixed with white people and mixed with black people, there's a certain level of of actions, words, dialect, clothing, sports that if you play them, black people look at you and be like, that's white people stuff. Mm-hmm. You wear Abercrombie and Fitch, white people stuff. <laughs> you listen to pop rock, well, a certain type of pop rock and country music, that's white people music. Yeah. You, you speak with intellect, a certain dialect, you know, proper speaking, not hood talk or ebonics, then you talking white, yep. you know? And... The problem with the people who do those things, because a lot of mamas be like, don't let me hear you talking like that. Mm-hmm. Or the mama buy them khakis and button up shirts for them to wear because, you know, they don't want their children to be visualized in a way that hood kids are visualized, mm-hmm. you know, or they put kids in their sport. You know, if you're a black kid and you play lacrosse, <laughs> you're going to get a scholarship somewhere. Yeah. If you, you, you could be just quarter of the way decent, uh-huh. you know, and you're going to get a scholarship somewhere. The dynamic that brings up is, the the black black kids don't accept you and the white kids don't accept you. Yep. And so you sit in here this socially isolated individual yep. who is what black the black black people would consider white on the inside, black on the outside, mm-hmm. and what white people consider just black. Yep. Because it don't matter how you talk, how you <laughs> dress, what music you listen to, you never gonna be accepted by by white people. Nope. Uh, this is the same struggle that light skinned people have with mixed race parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, the black people say you don't fit in, and the white people say you don't fit in, and so they have this like isolated 
experience. Mm-hmm. But the difficulty with a, a, a black person is you look black. And so black people, ex- you look black, black. Yeah. You look like you should be talking like us, mm-hmm. dressing like us, doing these things like that. And that's a r- very rigid way of being black because black exists on a vast scale, mm-hmm. a vast spectrum. And so we were just having that, that conversation. And you probably been told, well, I've been told, you know, you don't act black by white people. Yes. I've been told by black people I'm doing something that's white or yes. I'm wearing something that's white yep. or I'm listening to something that's white because I that definitely listen to rock music. That was my high school experience. I listened to more rock music in high school than I did um, rap to the point where even the white people were calling me white girl. Like, So I, that was my existence for a long time. Um, I never let it, it never made me feel like I needed to be more black or I, I didn't feel like I needed to, to use the slang and because my thing was the fuck what kind of mentality y'all have where y'all equate white with proper english like we we're not capable of that i don't see that as talking white i just see that as talking like i got some sense about myself. Yeah, english is just english like you know? i don't really understand how you equate that with being white so i just kind of ignored it um i just was, and and uh, as i got older and got into different circles um, moving into college it didn't matter as much because i met other people that were like me so we just kind of congregated together essentially and, and then i didn't have to deal with the bullshit about not sounding black or, or none of that shit because i was with other people that were like-minded and and spoke the same way that i did so i didn't have to really deal with it but it's stupid like the things that are that, that black people equate with being white or trying to be white are like positive things and it's like we are those things like that ain't a white thing we're those things too yeah. like that isn't me being white that's just me being an intelligent person and that and you know he went on to talk about that dude and he went into the things that he's into and the he married a white woman mm-hmm. and you know from from peanut's perspective it's like but you kind of are putting yourself into that situation you know if you wanted to you know be considered as black you could do those things but the truth of the reality is being black don't exist being white don't exist we've just conditioned ourselves to believe that these cultural norms that we do should be things that one group do versus what the other group do mm-hmm. and that's rooted in a history where white people wouldn't allow black people to do anything you know and so black people became very comfortable with the shit that they was doing like we alright with underground jazz club we all right with getting our, you know, our shoes from the tailor the way he make them. Mm-hmm. You know, we all right with the way our clothes are. You know, but as, as society branched off and, and opened up to, you know, African-Americans to participate in more of their stuff, one, white people were mad because, like, the Tommy Hilfiger effect, like, I don't want black people wearing my stuff type mm-hmm. situation. But you expect some people to branch out from that. But a lot of, but the core of it is that black people, black people, turn that into a negative because the interpretation of it was that you were selling out now if you want to look up look this up and i probably mentioned this on the podcast before but it's called oppositional culture theory that's the acting black accusation or Mm -hmm. acting white accusation amongst black people but the research shows that like that in the black community that's not the only place where this happens so they did this same study in rural idaho where you got farmers and then you got the judges and lawyers kids the same dynamic existed mm-hmm. because you got poor rural farmers who wear their overalls and 
I'm just gonna stereotypically say say some things. They got a piece of straw in their mouth from the from the broomstick, and you know they got their hat on. And <laughs> once you are a farmer's child and you take that hat off and you take that straw out and you change your overalls for business suits, it started it started being oh you acting like mm-hmm. the judge's kids and the lawyer's kids. So it, it seemed to be a dynamic between where the where the groups that have been oppressed by a bigger group. You selling out if you participate in that other group shenanigans, you know. So, it's it's. I mean, a lot of stuff that we go through in America is rooted in white supremacy, regardless of how we want to shake it. Mm-hmm. That's what it's invested in. And then it got to where that guy started having a dialogue about how his uh, he prefer white women because black women, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't agree. With you dating anybody because of an aversion to another group of people. Mm-hmm. Love who you want to love because you love that person outside of their race. If you come to me with some bullshit about some black women are loud, black women are angry, black women are blah, 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 blah then we going to have a problem. Because I don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't going to just, you ain't going to go hard on black women like that. You got a black mama, black grandmama. I got all those things. And if you don't value yours, fine. But I'm going to defend mine. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to defend black in general because I value melanin in its many shades. I'm going to support brown people. But black is what I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and that's where that that dialogue went. But he, he also added a, a, a question for us, though. Um, this was in the context of a big conversation. Um... To continue off our conversation yesterday, if you want to use this as a listener letter, that's all right. In today's climate, when my son does something or says something whiny or doesn't act tough or doesn't or does something that I perceive as weak, is it wrong if I say to him, why are you acting like a little girl? Uh, me and him outside doing yard work and he was out there catching hell and I used the term and it made me think of our conversation yesterday. I'll probably never stop using it because in my head, I need him to be tough. And that is one of my ways to motivate him and keep him going and move forward and don't quit when shit gets hard. Okay. So, Mr. Peanut. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you why that's problematic. Um, So, you tell him stop acting like a girl to get him to be tough, to get him to be what is not perceived as weak. What that does is put in his mind that being a girl is bad and being a woman means that you're weak. And so what it just perpetuates this cycle that we have of men looking at women like they are inferior. You don't have to to get him to be the things you want him to be at the expense of women. Uh, because when he grows up and, and he's interacting with women and he his whole life has been based off of thinking that being a woman is a bad thing or, or behaving like a woman is a bad thing. It's a weak thing. It's an inferior thing. This is why you have, you know, misogyny and, and the way, the reason why you have men looking down on women. You don't have to do that at the expense of women. You don't, you know, being a girl is not a bad thing. And by telling him, stop acting like this because it's a, like you're instilling in him that it is bad and that's it's problematic. And it just keeps, it perpetuates this cycle of bullshit that we have going on um and from my perspective depending on the child that you have his perception of what you're saying may not be delivering the message you hope to be delivering 
he could be feeling belittled by what you're saying because if he already feels like from your perspective that girls are weak then imagine how he feels emotionally being called that mm -hmm. you know now the reality is his shift should be away from feeling that girl like girls are weak somehow because it's a girl it's a little girl on my case low she is a savage oh yeah some of us are. she <laughs> bro she will go out into the middle of the woods and find a deer head of a deer that died just so she can keep like the the the, the head the, of it the skull deal. you know or she like she legitimately would just go deep into the woods and come out with like stuff like clay that she found in the middle of the woods or, <laughs> or turtles and but like it it's ridiculous it's <laughs> girls out here yeah. that will out yard your son <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and so but imagine when you when you think like that imagine what you accept from from your girls or, yep. or from your nieces what you're saying is when they cry it's okay what you're saying is when they give up you will accept that and you know? it's expected that women will at some point like no you you are supposed to be raising all of your kids to be independent to be go-getters to be able to endure america living in america being a black child whether you're a boy or a girl in america is difficult and you're supposed to be giving them the tools to manage that and to navigate that as they get older uh let it you know instilling into a little girl that she's weak and she's always going to be weak and that it's okay for her to be weak and that everybody expects it because i mean I, and i you know growing up i have three brothers and growing up hearing that you know it's 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 bad for them to act like me that that leaves an impression on you because that is what it, it that's what you hear like it's stop acting like a little girl in a negative way so like me being a little girl is a negative thing it's a bad thing and i know that's not the message that you are wanting to portray but that's how it comes off when you do it in that way there are ways for you to build him up build his up his self-esteem build up his endurance let him know that when things get hard you don't just quit because that's not a female quality you don't want anybody that you are raising girl or boy to be giving up when shit get hard because life is going to get hard and so you just you don't have to do that at the expense of women you can you can desire for your son to have qualities as a human yeah not as a boy and not as a girl and it sounds like what's important to you is that when you start something you, you finish, finish it, it. Yeah. that should go for a boy or a girl yeah. when something gets hard you don't give up that should go for a boy or a girl like you don't have to isolate those things you find what is valuable it for you in people and you deliver those things to your son you don't have to deliver them as a base of comparison you know what i'm saying at least not with another gender i mean if there's an animal that give up like a lemming lemmings they just follow behind the other one like <laughs> don't be a lemon yeah nigga. compare them to the creatures or something don't be a lemon don't just follow i'm gonna need you to do a report about lemmings for me so you can see what they do they'll walk because a lemon will walk off a cliff behind and like Another a whole lemon. line of them will just walk off a cliff none yeah. of them will stop and say hey i don't think that's a good idea <laughs> they just keep doing the same thing you know uh but as far as you know needing him to be tough there's ways to deliver that that will be more effective than evoking those negative emotions because when you say stop acting like a little girl what that's gonna do for most boys is make them mad like i ain't no little girl yep and and, and if you're trying to like i guess 
I don't want to say shame or guilt. That those are too harsh of a words, but if you're trying to evoke that negative emotion to do that, it's just gonna drive a barrier between how he feel about women and girls. Yep. In that sense, you know, and and he got a mama. Yep. And he got sisters and he got cousins. And I just know that you don't want him to feel that way about the women in his life. Yeah. I mean, unless your level of misogyny <laughs> is deep enough to feel that way, then maybe that's the case. But from the conversation we had, I don't think that's the case. But there are, there's more ways to allocate that message to him. You know what I'm saying? Without what doing you can it say is expensive girl? Like, and, and not only that, but like compare him to men. If you're going to compare him to a gender, say, look, son, let me show you what men do. Let me tell you how men behave, you know, make him understand the context of what he's going to become, because it sounds like that's what you are. Listen, son, men, we don't give up. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of that's hard. I mean, that I ain't gonna say that's the same. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. No, it's not. It's not drawing a parallel between a woman and assuming that she must be like that. Yeah, he could just be like that. The scale is weak men versus strong men. Yes, instead of you men know, and women, not men and women. Yeah, you know. So what men do is this. You know. Yes. And you need to have that same message for your. I don't know if you got daughters. You, you have the same message for your daughters yeah. of what you believe is valuable for your daughters. Because she but don't at, need to give up. Too, yeah, at like, the end of the day, giving up ain't something men or women should no, do. At the end of the day, when you start something, you should it. finish it. You know, if you're a person, you it's know, hard out here in America, just being black shit, <laughs> being black and female is hard. And women as fuck. Get, like women, are, black women are on the bottom of the totem pole All the time. of American fuckery. All the time. That's just how it is. It is. I'm sorry. And then I guess black men and then Native American women, Native American men, or maybe we real close on that front. Then then you go to Latino. Then you Asian. go to Asian and then you go White. to white white is on top and you women know, are still white women are going to be lower than white men but white women above everybody else like you're just below white men but you're still above my black ass yeah and you're still above let me not be racist you're still above a latina woman what you gonna say? give a, a, a stereotypical spanish name oh which is racist i wasn't i'm not gonna do that <laughs> it ain't yeah. racist if it's a common name but it, like attributing it to, uh, they may not name you. It's it's people from the Latinas with you know names that are not. But if the name is a traditionally Spanish name, and we know it's a traditionally Spanish name, it ain't racist. It still kind of seems wrong. White women are above everybody. But it's the racist white to men. do that with black people because we don't have traditional names because our traditional names is the names that white people gave us <laughs> so it's pretty much white traditional but we try to come up with our own thing and if you use the things we try to come up with you definitely racist <laughs> if you be like Bonquisha or if you add sure to anything problem if you use a car Lexus Mercedes problem like don't use none of that for us but if you use something like what's a Spanish name what you were finna say? What name were you finna use? Um, it it went away because we've been talking. What oh. was I finna say? I don't know. What was the name of a Turk woman on uh, Scrubs? Oh yeah, I don't remember. Dang it! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. The the Mexican lady that worked at Red Lobster with me was named Pena. Okay, that's not tradition. I ain't never heard of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know Pina. all the traditional. If it was names. a man, we could easily go with Juan. 
You yes. know, but I can't. I can't right think of one for women. women. Anyway, we got outside off the subject. Yes, but uh, but yeah, deliver the message to your children, not at the expense of any other group. We yep. in black in our in the black community, we already have a much big enough big enough issue with mm. relations between men and women. Yep, we have a big enough issue with colorism, as yep. you experienced with the old boy that you was talking to, and and we just. The end to a lot of these problems starts with giving our children a cultural and perceptual shift from the shit that we already talk about, mm-hmm. what we already discuss. Yep. You know, so I just encourage you to find a more uh, positive way to do that, and at least don't do it at the at the cost of women. Like, yeah. do it at the cost of you know. Help him understand what a man look like. Yeah, do you it know, as a cause um, of weak ass niggas. Tell yeah. him what again, strong men worse. Son, let me weak tell you men. what weak ass niggas do. <laughs> but let me tell you what men do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> strong black men. Let me tell you what they do. Yep. This is what they do. You know what I'm saying? And this is who I'm raising you to be. Yeah. So well. Last letter that we got came from Rockman 3K3. I'm so scared. Every time I never know what direction he's gonna go with his question. It ain't bad. Okay. It just takes some thought. Hey guys, it's Rockman 3K3. <laughs> I ain't gonna try to do his voice the whole time. <laughs> One half of the nerd plate, best podcast in the galaxy, and I just wanted to say great show last week. In response to your complete turn off to the brand part of the show, if you are a celebrity therapist, what celebrity or celebrities would be off limits in terms of offering your service as therapists? Keep up the good work and thank you for all of the critical thinking that goes into Conversation Con artists. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. You I wouldn't work with Chris why Brown. Why not? What's wrong with Chris Brown? I just don't feel like he... So here's the thing about being a therapist and, and the lesson that you learn very early on is that People change when they get ready to and not a moment before. So you're not going to make somebody be ready. And I don't think Chris right now where he's at is ready. And so I feel like we would just be at odds the whole time because I don't feel like he's there yet. He's not ready for change. And I feel like if he came, it would be because it was court ordered or his publicist was trying. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't want to deal with that because I don't feel like he would be ready. Uh, And so that's the only caveat to to being a therapist is that you have to learn that people change when they get ready you can help them i help people with the change that they want to make when they want to make it but i don't make them change and so i I just i wouldn't want want to work with chris because i don't think chris is at a place yet where he ready to like address whatever demons he got in his past and 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 all of that i don't think he's there yet so i just wouldn't want to work work with him because i feel like it wouldn't go anywhere so my response has a range of celebrity <laughs> narcissistic personality disorder r kelly i don't want to work with r kelly either. r kelly why not i don't want to work with any pedophiles ever so if you I got a range choose. too yeah <laughs> no pedophiles <laughs> no we pedophile. already know how you feel from uh pedophile island episode yes you gonna them. send them all to, all island, to and island let them be uh, murdered by I'm the little right. wildlife i'm all right with that <laughs> Uh, narcissistic personality disorder so off top Kanye Donald Trump's no. anybody that has an over inflated sense of self mm-hmm. I can't do it what I mean is- narcissistic personality disorder don't get me wrong already a, a disorder that like therapy ain't gonna help no. that much especially not that fast a lot of personality disorders are that way 
And I don't know if people realize I've actually that. worked with borderline personality disorder. I hate working with them. Borderline personality disorder, uh, what they do is they like, they create a reality that they can get some sympathy and empathy uh-huh. for. And so sometimes it's hard to know if they're telling the truth or not. So when you know that it's borderline personality disorder, you can't validate the shit that they're trying to yep. get validated. You kind of got to, like, they really seek it for you to say, oh, but you can't say, oh, because yep. they got your ass now. Yep. Or you can't say, oh, I feel so bad for you because now they got your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's hard because they battling trying to get you to do that. And you against what, you know, uh, what's the first word? Positive regard. What do you mean? What's the oh unconditional? Unconditional positive regard mm-hmm. that therapy would say do. It's hard to do that with that because it goes against what therapy say do. Mm-hmm. So I worked with one line that was hard. I don't want to do that no more. As a fifty-six year old woman, it was crazy. <laughs> it's um, awful. Yeah, personality disorders in general. Uh, <laughs> but outside of that range, Kanye and Trump. Yeah, who else? Um, Lil fucking Bow Wow. Oh, yes. No, no. I don't even know what's wrong with Lil Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I would be in the therapist chair like, he lame as fuck. <laughs> like, why he need this much attention? I just, I don't know what it is about Bow Wow. And you know what? I guess I ain't the only person that feel like that. Now, I don't know. Like, I've always been a partial Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. Never cared about the boy one way or another. Anything he was in. Can't name a song right now that, that he's doing. It was a wild factor when he came out with Jermaine Dupree and he did that little fast verse mm-hmm. when he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Cool, big ups to you. But like after that, it's like, I don't care nothing about Bow Wow. And I don't know <laughs> if I'm feeding into the whole society right now or if Bow Wow really just exudes this level of 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 something. He just whack. His aura is one that when you, when you experience it, it's like, I don't give a fuck about this person. Well, ooh, Ray J. I wouldn't want to work with Ray J. What's wrong with Ray J? What you mean? What what ain't wrong with Ray J? I feel like Ray J goes into the falls under the the personality disorders. Ray J is got some narcissistic qualities. I don't know enough about Ray J. I like one of his album. The album with one wish on it. He I the like one that. who said that he was gonna have fabulous raped. <laughs> oh, booty game. Yeah. No, I don't want to. He is not. I don't think that he he's centered in reality. He has this inflated image of himself and what he thinks he is, and then there's reality. <laughs> so I would not want to work with Ray J because I feel like I would just be sitting up there like you whack as fuck. Like you you know <laughs> how whack you are, so whack. It, you're nowhere near where you think you are. Um, so I wouldn't want to work with Ray J. I don't, I don't think I wouldn't want to work with. And none of the Migos, because I don't think I understand what the fuck they were saying, especially the one that was like, the I, bad feel like I feel like the I feel like the Migos. I feel like they got a soundproof meeting room, and they meet around a round table with some execs and some other intelligent people, and they talk regular, and they talk regular. <laughs> they be like, so tell me about the particulars of this last album release, <laughs> and hey, we need to make up some new words. We're really getting a little bit of flack from the same things that we're saying. How about um? How about dripping sauce or something like that? What? <laughs> let's let's come up with something. Minds, come on, kick it in. I would die <laughs> if I ever found that out. That would be fucking amazing. I would die. I would work with them then. I, I as just, they stand, man, I, no. you know what? Dude, at at least, what? at least I feel like at least one of them dudes 
is just a marketing genius. I feel like if it was gonna be anyone, it would be Quavo. I, I get I get a vibe from him know. that maybe I don't know because ain't Quavo the one with Cardi B? No, that's Offset. Oh, that's that's why Offset. I didn't say okay, him. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, why no, I was yeah, saying yeah. Quavo. Yeah, it's no. one of the mother too. Offset is the one that's with Cardi B. I don't even know the name of the the third. Take nigga. off. Okay, what the fuck is these names? Yeah, take <laughs> off. So yeah. <laughs> No, I, if anybody, I, I can you know see what? Quavo. I'm going up like a plane. I'm gonna take off. That's my name. <laughs> what y'all names is? Then Quavo. I ain't fuck? regular. I'm slightly offset. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. He's like they Quavo. Like nigga, I'm using my nickname that I had since high school. What's wrong with y'all? I'm Quavo. <laughs> so maybe he or is maybe he like sense. you know what? I love tequila. Oh, fuck. my favorite kind is Quavo. <laughs> I almost spell it hood though. Quavo. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, I feel I like one of them is them. a genius. I feel like one of them is if, like, if, listen, if y'all, them, we got to slur our words. This how we going to get rich. If one of them is, I would think that it would be Quavo. Um, <laughs> so maybe I could work with him. But them other two, because I don't, I don't like when I have to be like, what? What did you say? Like, I don't like, and I've had sessions like that where either they were like, really soft spoken where i'm like i don't want to get in your face like but what i can't hear you can you speak up um so yeah i, I don't know i don't want to deal with that they gotta I, talk. somebody i just thought about through through how he's his personality is i don't think i could work with jamie fox oh yeah he'd be too goofy i feel like he i don't even serious. think he goofy like i feel like he got a like anger i, fe- I feel like he got anger yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, can see that. I feel like he got like a really quick trigger yeah. for for getting upset uh-uh. because it is isolated. T- he makes he makes his anger he he like transforms his anger into goofiness. Mm-hmm. But the reason that he became goofy in some instances is rooted in anger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I can see that. And, and and he got some narcissism going on with him too. You know, but. But I mean, I, I mean, I like how he he's a good storyteller. Yeah. But I feel like I'd be like, it'd be hard to work with somebody like that. Anyway, I wouldn't want to work with Melania Trump. Why not? What's wrong with Melania? I don't because not to say that. Okay, I don't. I so when I was getting ready to do my internship, when I was getting my master's, you met Melania. I didn't meet Melania. Oh. But you you worked with a Russian. I didn't work with a Russian. Oh. I had the opportunity to volunteer to see if I wanted to do a placement at a shelter for battered women. Okay. Very quickly, I learned that despite the fact that I know the psychology behind why women stay in situations that are bad for them, I can't. I can't. And so I don't think Melania is being like physically abused, but like, bitch, you don't even want to hold this nigga's hand. They <laughs> little. They little hands. <laughs> she knew that nigga had he, little he hands hand, when she he married got him. hands like the dude from Scary Movie. <laughs> Take my good hand. <laughs> Take my hand. She knew he had little hands when she married him. Like, I just, she's so fucking unhappy. And it's so evident that she's unhappy. So, like, I would, that would be difficult for me. Because my thing, bitch, leave. Like, you got a kid with this nigga. You gonna get money? Leave. <laughs> I don't understand. So that would be difficult for me. Like I'm not saying that she's phys- obviously she's not physically Listen, abused, man, but I she, feel like he an ass. I can't. Mm-mm. She you she came over here whenever she came over here as a model, married this man, had a kid, and was like, you know what? I'll just shop the rest of my life. 
Like I got this man kid. I'm good for the rest of my life. Yeah, but that means you can leave because she. But, but but the the problem with that is she ain't want to have to come create no initiatives for bullying. <laughs> like she she got to use her brain now. She got to talk on purpose. She got to not say stuff on purpose. She got she got a staff that she got to tend to. She don't want to deal with no staff. No. She had to move out of her house to live in the White House. Uh-huh. And the White House, oh, it probably got roaches. I hate you. You can't stop roaches from being somewhere that they want to be at. I hate you so much. You got you to gotta <laughs> throw the whole White House away. And you ain't going to tell me this is the same house them early presidents was in and ain't no roaches. I hate you so much. Okay. But they can get rid of rats. That's easy. Roaches, she, <laughs> roaches are going to survive a nuclear war. It's one of the last things that's going to be here. They're going to evolve to the next species of creature. They're going to be they walking are. around here like that motherfucker on Men in Black 2. That big yeah. ass cockroach. Oh, yeah. That's what they're going to be. And they in the White House. And Millennial don't want that shit. Guess, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even if what you decided to go in for has changed now because he became president and you ain't with it. Leave, bitch. You sitting up here looking miserable as fuck. When they all got together, when um Bush is at the funeral for his wife, she, that's the happiest I'd have ever seen her. And he wasn't nowhere to be found because he didn't. The picture go. with her next to Obama. Yeah, she yeah. looked happy as a motherfucker. Like if he makes you that fucking unhappy, and if you're like so unhappy that you literally knowing cameras on you are snatching your hand away from this nigga, don't even care. She just like I don't care who knows. No, I don't want to hold your hand. But we don't know her heart. Get off. I'm not okay. Move on. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna do this shit with you. You done ran out. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not even gonna respond to that because it's so ridiculous. No. Bro, like I watched the CNN special and they was talking about Trump being a racist. And I just have to say this. If if you come over here and you steal my money off of my counter, mm-hmm. you only got once or twice to do it before I call you a thief. <laughs> don't wait until you say hey everybody i'm a thief you are a thief based off of your actions your decisions yes people are racist based off of what they do yes they're never gonna what racist hell even the kkk don't admit to being racist they think that they're just trying to save the white race so if you're waiting on somebody to be like hey everybody i'm john and i'm a racist it ain't gonna happen it's never gonna happen that's not how that works it's every time somebody challenged conservatives as it pertains to Donald Trump's things that he said about racism, they keep saying, I don't believe he's a racist. We don't know his heart. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I'm going to tell you is that that nigga heart is 72 full of ketchup and steak. <laughs> that's a problem. They like, need yeah, to go that's find, what his heart is. They need to go heart. find Kwame's ring from uh, Captain Planet. When he heart, yeah. Kwame, get his ring so you can read it. That's and the only way you're going to know that shit. Worst power ever. <laughs> I'd be mad if I had the ring heart. <laughs> we already know that people fucked up. Yeah. I don't need a ring for that. Nope. I know that Donald Trump is a problem. <laughs> I don't need a ring to know what his heart like. I mean, conservatives need a ring. Apparently. To know that, you know, the things that he do is racist. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and the problem is, though, maybe in his heart, he don't believe he's racist. Most racists don't. You know. Again, the KKK would never say that they were racist, but we all know what the fuck time it is. But it's only so <laughs> many snuts. It's only so many Native Americans you can allow this pipeline to be fucking up their community. Yep. It's only so many black people you can say, what have you got to lose when the answer is clearly every damn thing we got. Everything. 
You know, it's only so many times you can implicate the whole Latino population being a problem, which is why you got to build a wall. It's only so many times you can keep doing this shit before you're just racist. It ain't no measure that I got to figure out about you. I don't need to go look at your heart. The only thing that need to look at your heart is a goddamn cardiologist. Yep. Not me. <laughs> I'm seeing what you're doing. I'm hearing what you're saying. And to yes. me, it's racism. Yes. So I'm sorry, went off on a little tangent there. But yeah, uh, that's it, Melania. But, that I wouldn't want to. Well, I hope that list of peas is your question, Rockman Three K Three. Indeed, uh, it's a lot more people that can probably be added to that list, yeah. but that gives you an idea of the kind of people we wouldn't want to see. It does. So that will be it. Long, long section this week, but we love it. So please send us. It doesn't have to be questions. It could be stories that you want us to talk about, scenarios that you saw that you want our opinion on. Yeah, today clearly we got like a lot of a lot of listener interaction, and we pretty deep in, so we ain't gonna have as many topics as we normally have. But if it's stuff that goes on that you really want to talk about, let's talk about it. But I do got a lot of shit I want to talk about for real though. I mean, well, if Clearly. you have something that you would like for us to uh, answer to, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and catch us there. Uh, I mean, most of the show, finna- the rest of the show going to be this nigga. So we ain't going to kill the whole show with Kanye West, but we got to talk about Kanye <sighs> West, okay? And I think everybody know what's going on with Kanye West. I don't West. know how you could not know. If you don't know what's going on with <laughs> Kanye West, he tweeted out support for Donald Trump, said I love him, we dragon brothers or whatever he said. They and both have dragon energy. They both have dragon energy, which I don't know what the fuck that mean. <laughs> it mean Kanye and La La Land. That's what it means. Kanye promotes some albums, so this is what Kanye do. But Kanye, but it's plenty of ways to do it yes. besides this. And yes. Kanye came out in support of Trump and then everybody caught him out on it. In 20 minutes, he lost 20 million followers. Yes. And then he came out with a picture of a Make America Great Again hat. Yep. Doubled down on that shit. With a bunch of who was them white men in Ain't the picture no with telling. him? Some, a bunch of white some men. people that was in the restaurant he was in. Hey, come on, guys. <laughs> he probably said, let me let me borrow your Make America Great Again hat and then was like, you know, did that. There was some random white men in the picture with him. I you know, know and were. then the, the 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 way this timeline is progressing, John Legend sent him a message like, Kanye, bruh, what are you doing? Uh, we just ordinary people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then Kanye was like, see, you letting the media run your mind and I'm a free thinker, so this is what I'm going to do. And so he posted the conversation that John Legend, he was like, you using my fan base as leverage to get me to think how you want to think. Fuck you. He didn't say fuck you, but like that's the progression of the timeline. Then Chance the Rapper came out like, "Hey, yay, my brother. We both from Chicago. He's a mentor. Hey, a black people can be dem- uh, black, black people, people don't be re- have to be democratic. Black people don't have said. to be Democrats." And then, uh, let me just pause just for that just a okay. second before we get to what the response was with Chance. Let me tell you why Chance, even before the rest of this that happened after this. The the problem that I had with Chance even tweeting that out is I don't like when people purposefully try to redirect from what the conversation is. The conversation was about Kanye supporting Donald Trump specifically, not Republicans, Donald Trump specifically. You skew the conversation by throwing this shit in about how black people don't have to be Democrats. We fucking know that there are a lot black people with money. 
they would be in their best interest financially to be Republican. You Listen. know what I'm saying? So like you didn't skew the conversation away from then nobody even said nothing about no motherfucking Republicans. Chance Listen, <laughs> Chance the rapper came to a Prince concert dressed like Michael Jackson. That's what he did. <laughs> Clearly we know you enjoy Prince because you know what I'm saying, you here, but you you dressed like Michael at the wrong goddamn time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you finna get your ass beat in yeah, this concert. Pretty much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because everybody kept saying, well, he's not wrong. Ain't nobody saying he wrong. He, that ain't, it, his, his argument had don't have shit to do with what the conversation was. Nobody was saying that Chance is wrong. Chance is absolutely right. If you want to be a black Republican, absolutely. There's plenty of them out there. Join Ben Carson. That's fine. Nobody was saying that black people could not be Republican. You use that to try to divert the conversation away from the fact that Kanye is supporting a known racist, a known misogynist, a known bigamist, like all of these fucked up things that we know about Trump. That was what the conversation was about. So you doing that is why people got in your ass. It wasn't because people thought you were wrong. It wasn't because people feel like black folks can't be Republican. It's because nigga, that wasn't the conversation. Wasn't the conversation at all. And so that's why people got in his ass. And he thought it was fine until the rest of this happened. So finishing my timeline, <laughs> Chance the Rapper was all like, uh, said what he said. And then Trump came out and was like, hey, thanks, Kanye. Thanks, Chance the Rapper. Chance was like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. My you- name Bennett. I ain't in it. No, you in it now, motherfucker. Because you should have kept shut what we call the fuck up and then he came out with some anyone who knows me knows uh, how passionate i am about my city and my love Kanye is a mentor a big brother to me he's my family no matter how much i may disagree with him it's hard to watch people talking about somebody i love even if they were justified in doing so i didn't speak up because i agree with what Kanye had to say because i fuck with trump i did it because i wanted to help my friend and because i felt like i was being it, i was being used to attack him you know what don't Chance. get in the battles that you ain't got shit to do with. Wasn't nobody even thinking about you, Chance. You did this to yourself, my nigga. Chance came out trying to give that shy city love <laughs> to his shy city brother. Give that love to Obama. Give that love to somebody else from Chicago. Oh, give that to BJ the Chicago kid. Do what John Legend do. Contact him directly. Don't post no shit and get involved in this bullshit. Because John Legend stuff got posted because of Kanye. John, John Legend didn't get on Twitter saying no shit. He he contacted him directly and was like, hey, man, you fucking up. Chance, you decided to get on Twitter and do this. Then when Satan decided to tweet about you, now you want to try to distance yourself and shit. It's the, too late. The last tweet he said was, <laughs> my fault, yo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got used as a pawn in a yep. situation. And then Trump come out talking about some Kanye West is a pillar of the black community. He's done so much for the community. He's helping black people open up their eyes. That And let me... Are you done with your timeline? Because I'm, I'm a, My timeline is over. Okay. So... When Kanye first did this, I was very aware that it was a publicity stunt or whatever. My problem was not that because this Kanye being Kanye, my issue was with the fact that black people have a tendency to be crap put into one little box together. So Kanye doing this was going to make shit for us because white people are going to be like, well, Kanye, you know, I'm not racist or I'm not wrong in my opinion about this shit because Kanye West, they're going to use him as the example. And I feel like my point was further made as regarding that when Trump used him to be like black people open up your eyes like Kanye's opening up you know uh, finally African American eyes are being open bitch no they not <laughs> Kanye first of all Kanye don't speak for me secondly ain't nothing that Kanye gonna open my eyes up to like the fact that you think that 
the the assumption is that black people vote Democrat because they don't know no better because we stupid and we just sheep and we just following behind. The fact of the matter is, if you look at what both of these parties, and both of them fucked up, don't get me wrong. If you look at what both of these parties say that they're about, you're not going to be, it's not going to benefit you to be a black Republican unless you have money. I completely understand celebrities or, or people that have a lot of money that are Republican. I get it. But the problem is, and I think you've talked about this before, that you have people that are one-issue voters that you gonna go rock with Republicans because they pro-life, but they they don't do anything else once the baby get here. Like you can't be pro-life and then cut programs that's gonna help mothers that don't have the money to pay for these babies that are here now. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to do that. You pro-life, you should be pro-whole life, not pro. Let's just get them here and then let me just step the fuck back. So I just, my issue was never with it. Kanye's stupid. He do this. This is what he do. But my issue was just, I knew that Trump and other people like him were going to look at this and be like, look at Kanye helping the black people. (laughs) Well, the dilemma with that is, and still the dilemma is that conservatives have hated Kanye ever since he said George Bush don't like black people. Yeah. And it further just reinforces the idea that Trump values more people that support him yes. than the content of yes. what the people that support him are. Yeah, yeah. Horrible people who say nice words to him he with it. will get his, his attention. He with whether it. it's a North Korean dictator, whether it's a murderous uh, uh, Russian regime. Did you see his interview on Fox and Friends? Yeah. That nigga mentioned Diamond and Silk. If y'all don't know who Diamond and Silk is, it's these two ghetto They are not precious metals and a a, uh, fabric woven from a spider in China. That's not what they are are in this context. These are two hood-ass bitches that have been pro-Trump from the beginning and they made all of these videos. And these bitches are uninformed and crazy. But because they're like saying nice things about him, he got on Fox and Friends and did a shout-out to Diamond and Silk. That ain't the only reason. They actually got a Senate hearing because they believed that Facebook discriminated on them by canceling their pages. Like Facebook, like cancel their page or something. They got a Senate hearing. Your tax dollars went to a panel of senators hearing Diamond and Silk. These, <laughs> listen, when I tell Ridiculous. you, ain't nobody said these women's real names. <laughs> Ain't not now white person no. that, that ever came into no Senate hearing referred to as uh, Duke and Duke, whatever the Dukes of Hazard, whatever yeah. their names is. Oh, yeah. I can't think of that. They whole name is there. I don't even know Diamond and Silk name. I and Trump either. said Diamond and Silk name, then reporting on it on CNN, Diamond MSNBC, Fox <laughs> News, Diamond and Silk. How disrespectful and dismissive must you be of those two women? That you don't even try I to mean, use the actual so. names. <laughs> oh, yeah. But damn, nope. how dismissive of their existence are you that they real name don't even get no play? Nope. I still don't know the bitch's real name. But, like, he, he shouted out these two hood rats on Fox and Friends. Like, it's, it's but only, he just is a toddler. And Fox and Friends. Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson. Oh, nigga. They names all kinds of over 50. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Um, My bad. If y'all have not watched his Fox and Friends interview, I would encourage you to do so only because it is the most ridiculous non-coherent like they look horrified they yeah, couldn't they, get any words saying they knew he was putting his foot in his mouth they kept trying to save him 
He wasn't hearing it. The biggest <laughs> issue that came from that from Trump is that Michael Cohen. He said he wasn't really his look. Like yeah, he had those Mi- Michael little Cohen bit has been trying to sell that <laughs> all of client. our all of our stuff is covered under client attorney client privilege. What the fact that Donald Trump went on there and said he had been my lawyer for everything, just a small portion, a tiny he's portion, opened up himself for all of that other communication you know, to not have been. The prosecutor covered went up. and did um, a motion the day that Michael, he did Michael that Aminetti. fucking. The pro- is that the, the prosecutor for that case? No, nah, that's not the prosecutor. The prosecutor for that that's case. That's the Stormy Daniels lawyer. Oh, He's yeah. opening all these cans of worms up for No, him. the prosecutor for the, as far as um the season of that stuff, mm-hmm. did a motion using Trump's word saying that if he's saying that he's barely his lawyer, attorney-client privilege should not uh, stand in this matter when the the client is saying he was barely his lawyer like he just that whole interview saying shit he's still talking about him winning because that's all he got at this point because he's accomplished nothing else and so he still have to go back to the fact that he win and the numbers of the states that that he won in and his inauguration uh, audience and he just keep going back to that shit because he don't have nothing else but if you haven't watched their interview it's just very funny to see how horrified they are because they're you know they're pro-trump and so they they didn't invite him on the show to fuck him up <laughs> but he fucked himself up but fuck kanye like chance the rapper let me say i hope you learn about how to do what they call shutting the fuck up now i hope you learned the lesson from this that you don't need to in in uh get yourself involved in bullshit because it was so simple for you to not have said nothing now you got a shout out from cheeto satan and now you got to backtrack and shit when you could have just kept your mouth closed and stayed out of it my nigga didn't nobody tell you to get involved now you want to backtrack and then release this long ass apology and shit like nigga so the next thing i'm gonna do first off Kanye got new two new songs out. Scoop it in, scoop. One of them start. One of them start on a nice, decent sounding beat, and he just say nonsense words on it. Scoopity, I don't know what skip. the fuck that is, y'all. Scoopity, boopity, bop. <laughs> He's saying the shit she's saying, like she yes, ain't playing. I'm not making that up. Like those are his words. <laughs> so, and then the song end. I thought like maybe it was gonna something was gonna happen at some point. It's disrespectful. Scoopity, then the stop. other one clearly in response to this was going on was a song with him and T.I. called Ye versus the People yes. in which it's like Kanye debating his perspective with T.I. which represents what we all thinking. Yes. So I wanted to go through these lyrics real quick. Okay. I haven't listened to this one because fuck him. <laughs> anyway, I just got a problem with the first line altogether, but okay. T.I. ain't with the shits in this this what, whole thing. What's the first line? I knew old, and now so they alternate each line, each yes. line. I know Obama was heaven since, but ever since Trump won, it proved that I could be president. What? Oh, well, no. What? Yeah. A crazy said, narcissistic motherfucker? Yes. That's I true. I guess so. That's absolutely true. He right. I guess so. Because <laughs> he more like Trump than he ever would be like Obama. So, yeah, that's accurate. He more like accurate. Trump than he'd ever be like anybody. <laughs> and T.I.'s like, yeah, you can at what cost, though. Don't go against the teachings that Ye fought, uh, Ye taught for. Then he said, yo, Tip, I hear your side and everything, and everybody talk, though, but ain't going against the grain everything I fought for? Uh, Probably so, yay, but where you trying to go with this? It's some shit you just don't align with and don't go against. 
He say you just reading the headlines. You don't see the fine print. You on some choosing side shit. I'm on some unified shit. Kanye, you sound like them I'm white just, folks. I, I just have a problem with Kanye. Everything Kanye is saying, it's bigger than your selfish agenda. If your election ain't gonna stop police from murdering niggas, then shit. He said, bro, I never even stopped fighting for the people. Actually wearing that hat will show people that we equal. What the fuck about wearing that Make America Great Again hat shows anything about being equal? I just, I just don't understand. I don't understand Kanye in this. Now, don't get me wrong. Kanye, I don't think he's a coherent, understandable person. I don't think you're supposed <laughs> to really understand. Top hats and monocles. Remember, you that's know what I'm in the land of top yeah, hats Yeah, that's where he live at. We, we know that. <laughs> but, like, this is dangerous. It is. This is dangerous. Yeah. He's in the land of top hats and monocles talking kind of about things that he don't understand, but he using it in a, in a bad way. He, yeah. he using it in the wrong way. Um, you got to see the vantage point of the people. What makes you feel equal makes them feel evil. See, that's the problem with this damn nation. All blacks got to be Democrats, man. We ain't made it off the plantation. Oh, fuck you, nigga. And I won't go back into the rest of the song. I'll let y'all keep going, but T.I. represent as after uh after that uh the song was released, T.I. posted Yesterday, spent the day with Kanye. Long-term work in progress, no doubt. Still optimistic. Something from our discuss discussion gonna stick. I refuse to just give up on him. The old yay is too important. Fuck that. Listen. I, look. <laughs> Listen. It's a point of no return. Um, unless he's gonna get... I don't know what's going on with Kanye. I still feel like this nigga ain't been right since his mom died. He The album cover, did you see that yeah, he was gonna the make album the album cover, cover be the doctor that, that killed his that, mom? That was, well, did the that surgery. That performed the surgery that yeah. led to his mom's demise. Yes. Like... And it's supposed to be called Love Everybody or something? Yeah, because somebody... He he was asking for uh, ideas of, of titles and somebody said that and he was like, I love that. And so I think that's what it's gonna be. Um, that just shows you how unstable because forgiveness that is not forgiveness. What he is doing and putting that man on his cover album cover is not forgiveness. That he's not in a place of forgiveness. Uh so Kanye struggling with whatever the fuck he's struggling with. So T I can try all he wants, but I, nothing that you said stuck. I'm sorry. It didn't. Like he no, I don't believe it. Sorry. He's leveraging that man being on his cover to an equivalency of how deep he's willing to go to show people that he's he's trying to he's accepting and forgiving everybody. No. And I don't believe that's genuine. Nope. I no. think that's methodical. It it's is. planned mm -hmm. and it's for a specific outcome and a reaction. Yep. I could be wrong, just oh. like I could be wrong about everything. And Kim but. Kardashian, a big gigantic fuck you for saying, "Oh y'all, you know, you really shouldn't be playing with mental health." Because when people were saying that he's mentally ill, because the fuck he is, and she was saying, "Take enough for him," and I don't agree with him, but that doesn't mean that you have to throw that mental health. In. Bitch, sit down, have a seat, and shut the fuck up. Just be quiet. Listen. You just sit over there and 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 do what you do. Let me tell any any of y'all that listen. Let me tell y'all something about mental health. Mental health is a wavering existence for each individual person. Yes. You ain't always going to be in full mental health. You've always got to maintain 
your mental health. Yes. If you don't maintain it, it's going to dip. I don't know what Kanye's life looks like, but we know that there are instances where he has had stress-induced mental health issues. Now, what that means is that we know that he's not constantly taking care of himself enough to keep out of them situations. So we have evidence of that. Yes. So when he starts acting kooky, when he starts saying weird things, when he starts going against the things that, you know, he's typically believed and he's typically focused on, which I really don't know. He ain't really never focused on shit nah. socially. Like Other than saying George Bush don't hate black people. I mean... I mean, he ain't... I don't even know... I can't think of no issues that Kanye music has focused on. Kanye music is really materialistic and superficial and, yeah. and focused on abstract concepts that are not really socially... Mm-hmm. Socially invi- in, in involved, yeah. You know, so when he say I, I still do stuff for the people, maybe he got a nonprofit or something that he, he put said a little money he's, in. He's supposed to be starting some, some something in Chicago, um, and, uh, with his mom's name. But that's like a recent. That's what he' about to do now. I don't know about past stuff that he's done. And he said something along the lines of, you know, Obama was in eight years and didn't do nothing for Chicago or or and and focused on something since Trump came in. Nigga, what have you done? You are from <laughs> Chicago and you got enough money to actually impact some kind of change in the community. What have you done? You know what I'm saying? Like he have the audacity uh, to sit here and allow his city to be used as some battleground pawn for a gun dialogue. And this he sit here. Trump wanted to send the National Guard into your city. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this same nigga that you rocking the hat for. There was a whole instance where he felt like the National Guard, there should be a military presence there. So fuck you and and you talking about Chicago when you supporting somebody that don't give a fuck about your city. Fuck you, nigga. So fuck that nigga. Okay, well we'll leave we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, we'll let that abrupt ending be be your send off to Kanye. Um, fuck you. Yes, but <laughs> we gotta talk about William Bill Cosby. The man was found guilty. You know what? I saw a meme that sums up how I feel about it's not that I'm not glad or whatever, but like I saw a meme that said Bill Cosby just gonna die on y'all ass. Jail for what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this nigga's 80. Like, even I mean again. He ain't it, going to jail. He even, He's not going to jail. He's going to he's going to be um ankle monitor at his home for the rest of his life. I mean, which is probably six months. <laughs> he didn't live his whole life. Like I just don't. It's not again. And it, half of it, yeah, raping. Exactly. <laughs> why do I hate you so much? <laughs> like it's not that I, you know, I I know that people need to have closure and that you know him finally getting charged. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like this nigga didn't live. He didn't did everything he could possibly want to do. Like he he was gonna be staying at home anyway, nigga. That nigga wasn't finna be doing nothing. The nigga could barely get around. Like, he, he was gonna be at the house anyway. He is he fine? <laughs> like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, for everybody, let me just say another big fuck you to everybody that keeps saying, but what about this person? And what about this person? Listen, 
when you do that it invalidates what bill cosby does by saying other people doing it and they free so bill should be free too no if bill was out here raping bitches he deserved to get punished just like the mother motherfuckers deserve to get punished and i hope that at some point they get theirs too but no don't tell me he should be let go because other motherfuckers are running around doing bullshit because let me tell you something i want you to take that same stance if a nigga rob you <laughs> i want you to take that same stance and be like it's other people out here robbing folks and y'all hadn't caught them your robber should get to go too like that that's a stupid argument shut the fuck up like uh yes why harvey weinstein is still out here with his freedom he didn't lost everything else but he got his freedom yes there are other people in hollywood that have done fucked up shit that have not gotten there but let's think let's not act like it didn't take bill cosby till he was 80 years old or any of the rest of them the age of bill cosby like let's look at how fucking long it took for this to happen so y'all can kiss my ass talking about he if if, if they didn't do it to these other people they shouldn't be doing it to him but they love the press to start with i'm not i'm not for rape at all but no fuck you ain't no women press charges in, in some of these newer me too related yeah uh things bill cosby's accusers have come out seeking some kind of of uh actions against bill cosby mm-hmm. so harvey weinstein them will have his time you know what bill cosby should have done is when and got that time stone and turn <laughs> back time and not rape okay <laughs> that's what bill cosby should have done he don't need no other stones. The reality stone, he'll just rape and make it seem like he didn't rape. You know, he don't need no other stone. He need a time stone to go back and think, should I rape? Or should I actually seek consensual sexual intercourse? You know? I mean, niggas are acting like this is really going to have an impact on him. Like, it's not. He's 80. He was already going to be sitting at the house it's not gonna have no impact. Eat oatmeal. Eat oatmeal, like, cause he can't have nothing too spicy. Because, <laughs> like, he on the way out. It'll like, kill him. Y'all need no cayenne peppers. Like, no, bitch, be quiet. Like, ugh. people get on my nerve. If you ever have to start an argument with some bullshit to to make it seem like you not a bad person, you probably are a bad fucking person. If you have to say you not an advocate for rape and then you follow it with butt fuck you because whatever that butt is it's gonna be some bullshit and you should have just kept it to your fucking self so fuck y'all too i can't stand that shit it's just so (laughs) many people just defending bill cosby and his actions like and like i said a big part of that comes can you can you value somebody and what they have contributed and and they have done horrible things you know what i'm saying can we value the cosby show considering what bill cosby has done and has been can we can you i'm asking um what do you think it's you know can we compartmentalize or do we have to say because this person was doing these things we can't even value the lessons that was taught no i won't say that i will say that sometimes when i watch the cosby show like certain things that heathcliff do is kind of like like it's some all of the rapey stuff he now. Said. Yeah, it's a little rapey. Like the thing about the um the barbecue sauce. Like he was yeah. standing around. He was I like, that. "That's the impact of my barbecue sauce." Like that's a little rapey now. Uh, so I but I understand what that show was for black people at that time, and I don't think it it takes away from that. 
Um, the same way people were like, you know, was it how what what university was it that he donated all the money to? Probably Howard. They took away his honorary degree. So then, so then niggas is like, well, you gonna give him back his money then, nigga? Because that's an equal exchange. First of all, I don't even understand giving celebrities honorary degrees anyway. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Anyhow, but what? Like, I feel like you can still find value in the Cosby show. It's a little more rapey to me now, but you know, I still love Claire Huxtable. She's amazing. I aspire to to be able to shade people the way that she was in such an elegant and classy way. But I just don't understand all of this. These people taking up for that nigga, like whatever. I just don't. You know, my big problem with Bill Cosby, like a lot of people, was that the vast level of hypocrisy on what he portrayed himself to be yep. versus what he was. Even if, even if he didn't, let's just for the sake of you fucking dickheads, <laughs> that's gonna defend Bill Cosby. Let's say he wasn't using quaaludes let's say the sex was consensual he has still had sex with all those women and cheated on his wife he was married yeah and he was out here telling us we need to pull our britches up he telling us that we need to present ourselves in a certain type of way and you know what he was a master of fucking presenting himself in a certain type of way yep because he presented himself as not a rapist while he was raping why do you have to say raping like that <laughs> what it's so like like evil and and villainous rape is evil rape is villainous it is but i don't know yeah, it's consent weird. if um, if you can't say yes or no it's a no it's a no it's just a fucking no it's a no yeah if if your woman yeah, if if point. she's saying yes all the way up to a certain point and pass out and she can't say shit, your show should be over. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's unfortunate for you. you but that's what it no, is. no, it's not unfortunate for you. Go beat your meat and leave it alone. <laughs> it is just like I don't get how people don't understand consent. I'm still sitting here reading threads. Yeah. On my Facebook timeline of not my friends, like one of my friends was like, uh, if you out here defending Bill Cosby, you can unfriend me with your dumb ass. <laughs> and there's a dude in the post talking about if if you don't if somebody don't say no, that's not rape. He was like, What? If they don't say no, like if they can't say no, it's not rape. Nigga. And I'm like, <laughs> and so I, I would like to flip this around on dudes. If you are asleep. <laughs> and a big Terry Crews rapey dude come up and spread your ass open and go to town because you couldn't say no is that rape or is that okay or are you misogynistic enough for that to just be the dialogue that you have ever, as it pertains to men's dominance over women cause like yeah you so if you're if you're in prison if you go to prison, because this happens a lot, and you know they had a little homemade drugs and shit, maybe you took a little too much, and you you in your cot minding your business, sleep. The same situation. He come in and ask, you don't say no. <laughs> you just wake up and your ass is sore. Was you raped? Are you gonna feel violated? Are you just gonna be like, well, I didn't say no, <laughs> so it wasn't rape. No, nigga. <laughs> 
Your whole life gonna be fucked up after that. Now, Eddie Griffin defended Bill Cosby back in like 2015. Damon Wayans is the most recent person that had to apologize for defending Bill Cosby. He basically said that, you know, them women just doing this was a money grab, you know. But it's too many women, bruh. And it's been said about him for too long. And people act like this is a re- he has been accused of this on and off. Like, and it was like a known thing that he was doing this. So I don't understand. Like, were you people just uh, you know? Listen, don't nobody get Misogyny a pass. Is real. Don't nobody get a pass from rape. No. Don't nobody get a pass from pedophilia. No. It's some things that people, as far as I'm concerned, you don't get a pass for. I don't give a fuck what you have done, Bill Cosby. If your legacy got to be tarnished from some shit that you've done, your legacy just got to be tarnished. I'm sorry. That that being said, I mean, I got some Cosby seasons sitting right here next to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and the the messages and the value that came out of those things, it's already ingrained. Yep. It's already there. Mm-hmm. You can't erase some of the shit I learned from, from watching the Cosby show. Nope. You can't learn none of that shit. I still tell... You know, uh, people that I talk to, I like to have a a Heathcliff Hustable Claire type of relationship. Yeah, that's how I would like to run my household. I still mm-hmm. tell people that because that's what I believe. I believed it for a long time before Bill Cosby showed us who he actually was, yep. or the women showed us who he was, because he was going. He's continued to try to show us that he wasn't that. You know, but on on this consent train, while we're on consent, there is an age of consent so if you're gonna say that you had a consensual relationship that person has to be of an age where they can consent because just because they say yeah if they're not old enough doesn't count as consent i bring that up because r kelly has finally broken his silence about these new allegations and he said he's so hurt and so troubled by people you know making these allegations because all of his relationships have been consensual and he had permission from all of the people. And maybe he did. But a 14-year-old can't give you consent. They can't. Even if they say, yes, let's do it. They can't give you consent. They can't. First of all, I still just, it boggles my mind. There is no 14-year-old boy that I've ever seen that I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, that's creepy as fuck. Might some teachers have. Yeah, they have. And that's creepy as fuck. <laughs> and that's why they, they got locked up. It's not for, okay for a short period of time. For a short period of time, you can't do that. Versus so, the men. Part of consent is that they have to be of an age. So just because you get a yes, and in some cases it don't matter, <laughs> they're not old enough to give you that yes. It's, it don't count. Sorry. If they parent well, unless they can you. So I don't. I know that parents can sign up for kids to get married mm-hmm. at a certain age. I don't think you can do that for like sex. Mm-mm. Like you can't. No. So even if their parents basically sold you to sold them to you by, by you paying off the parent, that's prostitution. Unless you marry him. <laughs> you can marry him, have sex, and then divorce him. He ain't married nobody. So your the parents giving consent for it, it don't matter. Everybody gonna get too old. That's prostitution. A marriage, a mar- oh yeah. Uh, Everybody gonna be too, too old, old for him. Yeah. I can't need to move to Russia. <laughs> he need to move somewhere where that shit like he can get away with that shit. Yeah. Can't get away with that shit in America. He yeah. had three people on his staff quit. You know, well, he got three people on his staff that quit. Shonda Rhimes is now leading a um, is it Times Up? Times Up, where they're calling for people to stop playing R. Kelly's music. Her, 
Lupita uh, Nyong'o posted something on her Instagram. A lot of, of celebrity black women are calling for the prosecution of R. I got to change my, uh, my shower playlist. <laughs> I don't even think I have any R. Kelly on my playlist. Yeah, I do, anymore. man. I Turn back the hands of time. I still like that song, but I, I don't. I you never. You remind me of my Jeep. I hated that song. I think especially you like. You remind me of my Jeep. When that. It's only first, 10 years old. When that first allegation came out. Like a lot of his songs, I know he's talking about children. So like any of the sexual songs, I can't listen to them shits no more because I feel dirty. Because I know you was talking to a little 13 year old, my nigga. I can't listen to it no more. It ruins it for me. <laughs> it's ruined now. Can't even do it. Because I feel like you was talking to a child. Used to think you was talking to a grown woman and it was okay for you, the, the song. But now it's like, ugh. It's icky. But turn back the hands of time. Yeah, I, I, that's cool. Because it ain't sexual. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a period of time of uh, the time stone that R. Kelly can use. Because <laughs> no. he's been in this situation for a, a long, long time. time. Started with Leah. Yeah. It's been a long time. He don't need it. He definitely don't need a reality stone. No, he'll just be raping forever, raping kids forever. Yeah, mind stone, soul stone. The soul stone exposes ass. Yeah, you a rapist <laughs> at heart. That's what you are. Rapey ass nigga. Um, you got something else? Well, let me. I got. I mean, I got a couple more things. We we ain't really talked about Waffle House, oh. which is the absolute opposite of starbucks that so you are you talking about the guy that saved on people that and it's three instances that the woman that got arrested and pinson the waffle house in pinson around here what happened at the waffle house in pinson they locked this. the doors from these that black couple coming in while white people was inside eating Bullshit. and she was recording a video and a white man came to the door and said that he was gonna shoot him okay yeah and the way waffle house responding is so distant like they clearly don't want to deal with none of this stuff but it's all race related you got them uh, uh, a white guy came in the waffle house shot four black people a black man saved the day lo and behold our president or Ain't nobody said has shit. said anything about it let me tell you why he my hero okay did you see the interview he did uh-uh so they they were giving him an honor, like the police in the city were giving him an honor. And <laughs> this nigga got up there. It, I just this would so be me if I saved some people. This nigga got up there and was like, "Look, I, I'm not no hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be honest with y'all, I was trying to save myself. I wanted to get home to my family. I wasn't trying to be no hero." I wasn't trying to save nobody else. I was trying to save myself. Because he was locked in the bathroom when the shooting was going on. He heard the gun jam. And so he's like, now or never. Because he, you know, he didn't know if he was going to come in the bathroom or shoot through the door. And so he literally was like, I was really just trying to get home to my family. I wasn't thinking about nobody else. So then off the <laughs> the captain had to come back and try to save it. He was like, well, uh, I, I'm gonna disagree with him. He is a hero, but like he, his whole speech was just basically like, "Nigga, I was doing that for me. <laughs> I came in that bit. I wanted an all star special and a coffee because I always drank my coffee late. You know what I'm saying? I know that's weird. Most people drink their coffee in the morning. I drink my coffee late. I get an all star special. I get the peanut butter waffle. I get bacon instead of sausage because you know what? When it's crispy, it's 
good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, waiting on my all-star. It's busy in there. You know what I'm saying? She calling our orders. I got to pee. I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I hear rah, pop, 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 pop going on. And I'm like, oh, shit, my family. Oh, shit. Don't nobody else exist right now but my kids. I got to get out of this situation. So I'm here, pop, 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 pop. And then I hit click. And, this, and I'm like, oh, shit, I know what a gun jam sound like. I'm from the hood. I'm going to go stop this cat. I go out there. I stop him. My hands burn up. I didn't eat. And it was dead people. But I did this for me. I ain't no hero. Accurate. Yeah, he did. I just wanted my all-star special. <laughs> he didn't go into what he ordered, but that's basically what he Everybody said. Everybody get an all-star special. Yeah, that's all I ever get there. Yeah, I ain't never had nothing else there. Why you don't get some, why you get something different than an all-star? It got it got everything. It got everything. You don't even need nothing else. Exactly. Literally, and it's cheap. But yeah, so that at that moment he because here's my thing i feel like most people feel that way i feel like a lot of people would have got up there and be like yeah I, you know i just knew somebody had to stand up and somebody had to take care of it like he was real as fuck he was like i didn't care nothing about none of you niggas like i was trying to get home to my own family i mean i'm glad that y'all got saved in the process but nigga that was not the goal <laughs> he he went too far on the side of humility <laughs> he went to humiliate <laughs> himself like, he didn't himself. Like, I was I'm, like, yes, I'm just saying that, that's because yes. you 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 know what i'm saying you know he could have gotten and be like well you know i put my shoes on one foot at a time like everybody else <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know at the end of the day everybody else ain't grabbing the end of a hot rifle <laughs> to keep other people from dying no. You hear me? <laughs> I'm a hero. He no, could have did that he shit. He did not. He was like, "Fuck you." He niggas. was like, "Listen, I ain't look. I ain't no hero. <laughs> nope. If y'all, if y'all want to give me free all stars for a year, I'll take it because you know what I'm saying. I love Waffle House, but it ain't gonna be because I'm a hero. Because I wasn't trying to save nobody but myself. <laughs> like if you can watch the clip, it's <laughs> I'm so go, I'm funny go watch it. because everybody in the room was just. It ain't what you expect for nobody to say. So everybody was just kind of like. What what is he doing? <laughs> he should have hired somebody. Should have got him a PR person. Somebody should have sat down with him and said, "Listen, if that's your message, this is how you gonna deliver it." Because you could deliver that message yeah. in a different way. Yeah, you is, know, he was like, "I wasn't trying to say nobody but myself," and he said he was like, "I'm gonna be real with y'all. I was just trying to say myself," and I was like, "Nigga, yes." absolutely that would totally be me if i rescued people because i wouldn't be trying to be heroic i'm trying to just get the fuck out of here i gotta get back to my dogs for them niggas piss all over my house i'm trying to get home like i ain't even get the wipe <laughs> what y'all say about his hero if you knew his drawers was messed up while he was saving you oh i was shit. in the bathroom mind you remember <laughs> But yeah, the the uh, the chief came back and was like, "I'm gonna disagree with him. He is a hero," because <laughs> he basically spent his whole speech like, "Nigga, no, I ain't." <laughs> He's like, "Tomato, tomato." Yes, <laughs> same fruit. Uh, the only other thing I had was that Fab and Emily B was seen at Coachella together, and let me just say again. I feel like this whole episode, I've just been saying fuck you to niggas, but fuck y'all who feel like this vindicates Fab in some kind of way. If that nigga punched her teeth out her mouth, her showing up at Coachella does not make him any less wrong for that. This is why, again, going back to my internship, one of the reasons why I did not 
want to do better women is because it take at least i think what is it say uh statistically like seven times before they actually are gonna leave i don't have the patience for that shit even though i know the psychology behind it i'm just like bitch run this nigga punched the teeth out so that does not mean that he isn't wrong that doesn't mean he ain't a fucking terrible person just because she's still with this nigga name is at coachella fuck y'all who believe that fab is a, a dickhead for that and fuck him and fuck you for believing that got a question yes which which stone I, i've been on this uh, avenger stuff that. all day <laughs> if which stone which infinity stone would be best for a therapist the time space power reality soul or mind stones mind the mind well, stone here's the thing i don't know because you are not supposed to force change on anybody but I feel like it'd be so much easier if you could just be like, bitch, just don't give a shit about this no more. Poof, be gone. <laughs> it can grant telepathy or intelligence. Yeah. So it don't really, it don't seem like it allows you to change their mind more so than you can see what's in their mind. Do you think that, do you think that as a therapist, if you could see exactly everything going on in a person's mind, do yeah. you think you'd be able to lead them to change easier? It might be better because, you know, people come in with defenses. You know, they don't. It take you a while sometimes to get them to open up and tell you what the actual problem is. You cut through all of that because I, I see what you're thinking. I see what you're holding back, what you're not telling me. We can just get this shit done in six sessions and be done instead of two years. <laughs> I'm thinking between the mind and reality stones. Reality like if you can you show can... a person a reality, like in, in the domestic violence case, if you can show, if her you can show a reality, yeah, happen, if you yeah. can show a reality of what what would happen if you stayed and you, your kids at your funeral because he killed your ass. Yeah, I guess which manipulation is worse—the one where you can see into their thoughts or the one where you can create a reality for them that would change their mind? You can traumatize them, creating another reality. You're right. Though. I, would, I still right. think mind because I, that is less intrusive. I'm going to lean toward the mind stone. Yeah. I'm going to lean toward the mind. If I could just see inside of my client's mind without them knowing that I had the ability to do so. And then. you could get past a lot of the defenses that people put up and get to what it, the actual issue is. Or sometimes people just don't know and, and you going into their subconscious, you might access something that they haven't even accessed themselves yet. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think mind probably would be the best one for therapy. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Uh, the last thing I had was uh, Issa Rae being in the uh, in the news. Her old ass three year old book got an excerpt in it that says, "This is why I propose that Black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation." Educated black women, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. I'm talking Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, etc. From that statement to me, it really seems like satire. And that's what she's known for. Her her yeah. comedy is very dry and it can go over your head if you don't have the same kind of sense of humor. Uh, and here's the thing. The niggas that's getting the most mad are the same niggas that'll be saying shit like black women don't know they place and you'll talk shit about us, but then you get upset because she's saying black women marry Asian men. The same way that you feel like you should be able to have your bullshit ass preference based on the fact that you just aren't able to 
deal with black women as opposed to it being an issue with black women then she should be able to say the same shit but obviously she was being funny like that's her sense of humor but niggas was in their feelings she had niggas all in their feelings niggas was talking about she was canceled and they full of shit because as soon as season three of insincere come out them motherfuckers gonna be sitting up there watching just like they watched them other two seasons so niggas hush it's all it's obviously satirical like it's obviously not being realistic it was from three years ago and like i said black men love to tell folks why they don't like this about women and that about this particular set of women so hey suck it up buttercup don't feel so good maybe then you need to shut your mouth about other groups of women then my nigga since you don't like it since you don't like being left out of the conversation the fuck up it's crazy because men is on here like if it was a man, mm-hmm. you know, they be getting roasted hard about this. I mean, but it has been men. Men don't do this satirically. No, they don't. Men but I'm do saying it's this been shit them, seriously. Yeah, they've been serious. Like as fuck. men, when men do this shit, it's like legit serious. Yeah. And black women just black women know that they're at the bottom of the barrel of of acceptance from any culture Mm -hmm. you know and nobody wants to fool with black people generally but as far as dating i mean you at least got white women that fetishize black men enough to want to be with them in bulk yeah you know but white women i mean white men fetishize black women but not in bulk nope it's not a lot of them and you, you know, don't so want to be, and that's why I stopped dating. One of the reasons that I stopped dating white men was because a lot of them do fetishize you, and that's just who the fuck wants that. Also, as as things have been happening in our world, in our country, in our communities, I just recognized that I was not going to, I need somebody that I can talk to these things about and share my frustrations with. And I don't feel like if I were to marry somebody white, that they would be able to adequately do that. And that's not a fault of theirs. That's just, it. we're coming from two different places. And so that's why ultimately I was just kind of like, this ain't going to work. So no, I don't date, I don't date white men anymore, but for those reasons. Um, but don't nobody want to be fetishized that shit ain't fun and you're a novelty and that novelty will wear off and then at some point he gonna want to call you his nigga bitch <laughs> and then i'm gonna have you know it's a we did a letter you probably don't remember where the lady married this white man and then in the bedroom he wanted to play slave and and <laughs> slave master I don't that. and she was saying that Why she didn't know that? what to do i don't know it was a while ago but yeah that shit happened we're not finna play no racist bedroom games nigga that's the quickest way to get you fucking cussed out you can catch this foot up your ass well damn (laughs) calm down Rick (laughs) shit it didn't happen to you (laughs) it didn't no (laughs) it didn't happen to you no it didn't I'm just on 10 today because of the Kanye shit so yeah it is what it is but that's all I got you got something else? I do not. Anything else on your mind? Nope. All right. Hey, y'all need to go see the Avengers Infinity War. You do. Because it is a fantastic movie. Take some. It's going to fuck you. It's going to fuck with you. The ending, you just going to walk out. Just be prepared to just be confused. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good movie. And Deadpool 2 is coming. I'm so excited. Damn. Uh, seeing Zazie Beats as Domino. Her character, like I, I didn't know enough about Domino, but I didn't know that her 
she can psychologically shift anything into her favor. So her power is really luck. Oh. Like through a series of of just how her brain works, mm-hmm. it kind of like makes everything that she go through lucky. Oh. I didn't know that. That's why I was looking at her scenes and the shit kind of looked like it wasn't really supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. But it's because like her power is luck. Like shit just go her way oh. a lot of times. Shit, I need that but it's based power. on like a subconscious psychological process she got going on. I, I need think that, that shit power. is cool as fuck. I need it. Yeah. Because life. that old Domino movie that came out like didn't no. didn't do Domino really justice. No, it didn't. Mm-mm. Um but anyway, uh until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.